0: I'm Brian Goldfinger from Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. We'd like to wish you and your family a happy and a safe holiday season. Everyone here at my law firm hopes that you don't need our services, especially this time of year. Visit goldfingerlaw.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Moim Loom, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors completed a very, very satisfying victory, taking down the Philadelphia 76ers on national television by a score of 113-102. to 102. At Scotiabank Arena, the Raptors, um, you know, kind of traded punches with the Sixers throughout most of the game. Uh, but in the fourth quarter, the cream rises to the top and the Raptors were unstoppable. Thanks to none other than Jonas Valanciunas, who was the best big man in this game, despite the fact that, yes, Joel Embiid was in the game. But Joel Embiid had 10 points on 5 of 17 shooting, whereas Jonas Valanciunas, the same guy that struggled with Kavon Looney um had 26 points in 18 minutes he battled early foul trouble picked up 3 fouls in what felt like maybe the first 2 minutes that he came into the game had to sit for in the entire first half after that um Greg Monroe came in gave some solid minutes you know was was hustling got a steal took it end to end which was really nice to see um but JV comes into the fourth quarter and what does this man do for the hive but man the guy Scores 18 points in the fourth quarter alone, en route to 26 points, a 9-13 shooting in only 18 minutes, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, and quite honestly, there's no way you could understate how important JV was in the fourth quarter because the Raptors bench mob has been trash, as we have all Uh, watched and observed and seen. And so when the Raptors went to the all bench lineup and the Sixers went to their starters really quickly in the fourth quarter, it felt like the Raptors going to give it away. However, Valanchunas was able to consistently score on unbeat in the posts. And this is a player who I will consider the defensive player of the year. That's my pick for defensive player of the year when the season is all over. Um, but he could do nothing with Valanciunas, who was scoring hook shots over him, was getting by him for and ones, getting a little putbacks, you know, a little um turnaround jumper, you know kissing it off the glass, getting and beat to foul him and beat got so pissed that he took a tech in a close game. Um, and JV was just carrying the offense. like it was tremendous to watch how much fire he came out of it with because again, you know, he couldn't play most of the game because M B put him in early foul trouble off some of the, you know, janky fouls, and M B is so good at drawing. Um, the rip-through move is, uh, you know, not a foul for anyone else, but uh, when Embiid does it, he gets free throws. But anyway, uh, Valentunas, my God. And it's not even just the fact that he was able to score. It was that he was able to set the Raptors' defense, too, because the Raptors would just consistently dump the ball into the post with him one-on-one against Embiid, knowing that Embiid, uh, had some foul trouble, um, knowing that Embiid, you know, was just basically struggling in the matchup, and so the Raptors went to Valanchunas, and they were able to stabilize their defense, it's really easy to stabilize your defense when it's just your center versus their center in the post, and then everyone else can get back on D, you know, you're not leaking a lot of points that way, it's not like a three where you give up a long rebound, there's a transition, everything like that, nothing, JV in the post, super effective, um, you know, on Embiid, and, uh, Man, uh, he was so good that Nick Nurse decided, forget Serge Ibaka, who was having a pretty good game onto his own right. He had 18 points on 7 of 13 shooting, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, pretty good defense against Embiid as well. Nick Nurse says, you know what, I don't need that. I could just ride with JV. JV hasn't really played his minutes today. Let me go with JV. Let me boost his confidence because, you know, he's had some tough games leading up to this performance. And JV delivered throughout the fourth quarter, carry the Raptors scoring. Again, 18 points in the fourth quarter. Incredible, incredible performance from JV. However, he does not get the first star. Unfortunately, he can't get the first star because Kawhi Leonard was just, uh, you know, just so good in this game. It was stupid how good he was. Now, Jimmy Butler might have scored 38 points, although much much of that came against Siakam, who kind of got bullied a little bit defensively. Um but Kawhi Leonard was undoubtedly the best player on the floor. Kawhi had 36 points on 13 of 24 shooting five of six from deep five of six in the free throw line, nine rebounds, uh, five steals, uh, and a block. First off the offense. Okay. So Kawhi was the only guy who could shoot threes for the Raptors. I don't know how the Raptors won a game when they shot eight of 29 from deep. I guess that really shows how trash the Sixers are. If you can't even beat the Raptors when they shoot that cold from the field. Um, But, you know, man, I I mean, the way Kawhi was able to score against just anybody the Sixers threw at him. Like, Kawhi was the only guy scoring for the Raptors in the first quarter. The Sixers really came out strong. The Raptors were able to pull back in the second quarter. Third quarter was kind of a wash. And then the fourth quarter, you know, JV took over. But Kawhi, throughout that entire game, pacing the Raptors, scoring at will, and then the three-point shooting. I mean, when you hit five of your team's eight threes, like, you know, you are the three-point shooter. And, um... He, he carried them tonight with the scoring, with the rebounding, was really solid on the defensive glass, really solid with his help, and then defensively. Ben Simmons, look, man, big Rondo had a very difficult time, all right? Big Australian Rondo had a very, very difficult time with Kawhi Leonard, who, uh, as we recall, uh, forced Ben Simmons – oh, sorry, I mean, and Ben Rondo, sorry, into um, 11 turnovers in their first matchup, right? Today – uh, Big Rondo had seven turnovers, and Kawhi Leonard had five steals. A lot of those were against Ben Simmons, including a crucial one in the fourth quarter. Um, honestly, man, I just, you know, Ozzy Rondo just doesn't know what to do when he can't physically overpower his matchup. Because that's pretty much all that, uh, you know... Down under, Rondo wants to do. That's all he really wants to do is to, you know, beat someone to the spot, you know, and, and you know, pass the ball, basically. And it, he's very good at that. He's very good at doing that. But Kawhi is bigger. Kawhi is longer. He's stronger. He's smarter. And Simmons just had no idea. I mean, Simmons still had 11 assists. Don't get me wrong. 10 rebounds. You know, great game from big Rondo. But, like, still, seven turnovers, eight points. I mean, that's a Rondo-ass performance. But, uh Kawhi was just all over him defensively. And then also, one of the most positive things about this game was just how explosive Kawhi looked. There was a dunk in the fourth quarter where... Uh, he he stripped the ball off of uh, Ozzy Rondo, and then he took it all the way down the floor and took off from the dotted circle with, like, two defenders in the paint, and he still Statue of Liberty dunked it home. You know, huge dunk, no emotion, of course, the, the classic Kawhi Leonard move, and um, it's just nice to see because his explosiveness and his athleticism is something to watch all season, really. It's, it sort of slowly comes back to him. Um, he's sort of had more of a groundbound game, especially earlier in the season. It's starting to come back to him, and tonight it's the best he's looked physically. So that was really encouraging. Kawhi was just phenomenal. He gets the first star. Like I said, 36 points, five steals. Um, JV, you know, dominant. And quite honestly, the Raptors as a whole played really well defensively, I thought. Um, first off, the fact that Embiid only had 10 points. That's a season low for Embiid. Embiid had been, you know, among the top five from start to finish this season in scoring. Tonight, 10 points of 5 of 17 shooting, 0 for 4 from deep, 4 turnovers, minus 23, the worst in the game. I mean, the Raptors just completely locked him down. Uh, you got to credit all the big men, Ibaka, JV, and also even Monroe. Um, For, you know, taking turns and really getting into Embiid's body. Only a couple times JV bit on Embiid's pump fake. But, uh, you know, there's great help defense, even when that stuff happened. Like Kyle Lowry, um, he struggled with his shot a lot. And this is kind of a concern that Kyle continues to struggle in all these big games with his scoring, especially of late. Uh, I don't know if the sore back is hurting him or whatever, but it, it, it's just not looking good for him. And he passed up a wide-open three, although he did kind of put the nail in the coffin with a late three at the end. Um, but that was his only three of the game. Anyway, Kyle took two uh, very momentous charges against Embiid. It's not easy taking a charge against Embiid. Embiid is like 280 pounds, maybe up to 300 pounds. I don't know. This man this is a huge, huge man. Uh, but Kyle steps in for two charges. Um but generally speaking, the Raptors did a great job of playing help defense against Embiid. Again, it helps when there is Ozzie Rondo on the other side of the floor. You could really come in, you know, help off of him, dig, you know, swipe at the ball and stuff like that. And the Raptors doing a great job with that. And Embiid, this is his worst game of the season, like <laughs> straight up. Um, and then you know, the Raptors also it also like also, also have Wilson Chandler in the lineup. Like man, the Sixers like they they need to do something about that power forward spot. Obviously, when they traded for. Um, Butler, they lost two wings and they got one back. So they need to get another guy. We'll see what happens with the bio market or whatever. But that's obviously a weakness for them. Chandler only three points, a non-factor. The Raptors able to help off him, Siakam especially. Um, yeah, and then if you stop Embiid and you stop Simmons, like n- there's nothing else they can do. And this is on a night where J.J. Redick and his, uh, you know, raised his ass still uh, had 25 points on 9-16 shooting, a whole bunch of dribble handoffs. That's a bit of a weakness uh, of the Raptors' defense. Uh, as Victor and I discussed on the Raptors weekly podcast for this week, which again, I, I, I got to plug it again. It was really, really good. Got A lot of great feedback on that podcast with Victor and he was great. I mean, it's, you just sees the game with a coach's mind uh, and he and he's a straight shooter as well. You know, he really does observe the Raptors with clarity. And one of the things we discussed on the weekly podcast was the idea that the Raptors have struggled with these, you know, either sort of pin down coverages. And even in this case, dribble handoff coverages. And, you know, I gotta, I gotta obviously add the caveat that Embiid and Redick have some of the best two man um, chemistry in terms of dribble handoffs in the game, and it's also very difficult when you have such a clever seven foot three dude, uh, you know, setting screens for one of the shiftiest uh, shooting guards in the NBA, in Redick. And so, you know, Redick did get open for a lot, but quite honestly, the Raptors just they struggle to guard these actions, and I think teams know that by now. Um. You know, tonight it was mostly Danny Green and Fred Van Vleet against Redick. And, you know, most of the time they would sort of stay behind and try to chase over the top. And they just they don't have the quickness for that. Like, I think they just have to really consider, you know, shifting their coverage a little bit more, maybe playing over the like playing on top of them instead and try to make them force, you know force him to cut baseline or something like that. But um, whenever they can come up from the baseline and get the dribble handoff, they were always open for three. And Redick tonight, 25 points. An unusual night, that would really kill you. But uh, one thing I did like that the Raptors did was um, they really went at Redick on switches, especially Siakam. Anytime he had Redick in the post, he would go hard at him and, uh, you know, Redick would end up fouling or whatever, Um, you know, probably calling him some epithets. But, um, you know, accidentally, of course. Uh, But, yeah, seriously, Redick hurt them and even Butler hurt them in the same way, you know, just dribble handoffs. It's just uh, it's an issue for the Raptors that they have to really work on this season. I don't know how they can um, address that, really. Probably just make some tweaks. But, you know, that's one area the Raptors can work on. Also, the Kyle Lowry scoring thing. I don't know if he's fully healthy. I don't think he is. But, Uh, and he took a really nasty spill towards the end of the game where he was chasing the ball out of bounds, and uh, one of the people courtside apparently, I guess, spilled a drink or whatever, and Kyle just completely slipped. It looked really bad, but he stayed in the game. He was fine. He hit a three right afterwards. Um, But Kyle's scoring is just a concern. In these tight games, he really can't score, and even today, his assists weren't quite there. He only had four assists, but Kyle still finds other ways to contribute. It's okay. My only issue with that is the Raptors kind of lack secondary scoring, uh, and so, you know, If Kyle is off, then someone else needs to step up. And today, obviously, JV did that. 26 points off the bench, JV. What a great game from JV. Um, And yeah, overall, it was was a very fun game to watch. I love that the Raptors went hard at the Sixers on the offensive glass. That's something that you wouldn't really think to do. But I think Nick Nurse really identified the fact that the Sixers are really trying to get out on the fast break. And so you can really try to, um, you know, attack and sort of impose your will a little bit on some of these guys, because, you know, I, I don't think the Sixers really were expecting the Raptors to be that aggressive on the offensive glass. The Raptors had 17 offensive rebounds. They had a hundred shots to the Sixers 88 field goal attempts. So if you could take 12 more shots on your opponent, chances are you're going to win that game. It's going to be big. It's going to be great for you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the Raptors, you know, got 62 points in the paint. They got 28 fast break points. You know, they forced the Sixers into 21 turnovers, which, again, they turned into fast break points. It's, you know, it's really basically the main thrust of the Raptors' offense on a night where they couldn't shoot from deep. But, uh, this is good, man. And any concerns about the Raptors not matching up with these new Sixers? I mean, you know, uh, look what happened today. Look what happened today. The Raptors have, uh, you know, they they have some pieces. They have some pieces. And honestly, in this matchup, JV is very playable. I've talked about how JV struggles in other matchups where, you know, there are players that can really burn him by, you know, uh, mostly guards and pick-a-pop bigs or whatever. There's some matchups that it's just not going to go well for JV. This is a matchup where, hey, if they play Embiid, you can play JV. JV's, you know, obviously worse than Embiid. But, like, physically he could really step up and do a number on Embiid. And I think he did that tonight. Uh, I'm really, really thrilled with, uh, with JV's performance, and quite honestly, I, again, I, I, I got to be. I'm really impressed with the way Nick Nurse approached this game. Obviously, with ESPN in town, the ESPN all access, all the storylines, everything like that. You know, like there was a lot of a lot of hype coming into this game, uh, and a lot of kind of pressure really for the Raptors. And you know, it's whatever. It, it, it's a. Uh, December game, you know, whether they win or lose, we might not, you know, fixate on this game so much, you know, after the, you know, it's it, whatever, it's just, it, it's just a December game. However, the Raptors really did perform uh, with ESPN cameras in town. They looked very impressive, definitely looked like the better team. Um, and it's just nice. It's a nice feeling of relief to, hey, like we bounced back from that Denver game, which was obviously a tough loss, which the way, you know, it was called towards the end uh, in terms of the fouls. I really thought it was going to go to overtime. Um and you know the Raptors have for the most part started off this really tough stretch of games they took down the Grizzlies they took down the Warriors obviously they took care of business against the Cavs whatever that's a nothing game um you know they obviously dropped that very close game against Denver although that, that foul called in I'm still a little bit cheesed about um and then this game I mean they took care of business against the Sixers and so they just got to keep it going you know they got to play the Nets on Friday, uh, Friday. that's should be fine it's not a big deal that nets game they're going to win that one and then on sunday they play the bucks and that's gonna be very interesting i want to see how Kawhi stacks up against Giannis, especially if Kawhi has his full athleticism then mm, should be no excuse to not perform against Giannis. but uh that's gonna be very interesting and you know they have that west coast stretch coming up and um you know if they can get through this part portion of the schedule then they're going to be great because man uh they they looked they looked elite tonight for sure. The Sixers gave them a really hard run. Um the Raptors couldn't hit from deep and the Raptors just toughed it out and they found a way to win. And um yeah, I'm thrilled with everyone's performance on the roster, to be honest. I mean, even some of the bench guys. Well, I guess CJ Miles, not so much, but I mean yeah. It's a good it's a great game. Great game from the Raptors. Really fun to watch. If you can go see the highlights for this one for sure. A lot of highlight plays. Um, oh, Siakam, I got to highlight his energy a little bit, too. He only had six points, eight rebounds, six assists, but the five offensive rebounds, this man was just always, always a factor on the glass. Um, and, yeah, he kept so many positions alive. And I think, honestly, the Sixers at the end just got tired. They got really tired of having to work so hard for every shot and then work so hard to get a stop and then work so hard to get the defensive rebound. Like, they just looked overwhelmed and exhausted by the Raptors who looked more physical, more aggressive. And uh, that's not easy to do against the Sixers. They're a very physical team, but uh, the Raptors kind of bullied them tonight. So, in terms of your three stars, Kyle, sorry, uh, Kawhi Leonard, thirty-six points, nine rebounds, uh, five steals, thirty-five minutes. Um, You know, he's the MVP. Uh, He's but by season's end, I really want to hear some legitimate Kawhi Leonard MVP buzz because what more does this man need to do? Clearly, the best player on the best team in terms of record in the league right now. Clearly, and so I need to hear the I need to hear the MVP buzz. I don't want to hear about how Kyle Lowry splitting votes. Kyle does a very important job for the team, and he without his passing, the team doesn't function nearly as well. But without Kawhi, this team is not elite, and this team is elite because of Kawhi Leonard. Watch this game to see what that reason, um, what I mean by that. So Kawhi, you know, great game for his MVP case. I mean, it was on ESPN. Second star JV, very close to first star for JV tonight. Seriously, that fourth quarter performance was just. Beautiful, beautiful. And then third star, we have that to uh, Serge Ibaka, 18 points, uh, 7 to 13 shooting, 24 minutes, 4-4 from the free throw line, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. Um, yeah, Serge looked great. And he was very, a really good teammate on the bench when JV was closing the game ahead of him, cheering him on, you know, talking to him in the huddles and everything like that. Like, great. I just it's just a sign of like a really cohesive team you know like I know like all the talk leading up to this game was like oh Kyle hates you know Messiah whatever first off you can't hate Messiah like you can hate Messiah whatever you can hold grudges if you really like or whatever you want you really like Dwayne Casey for some reason um but you cannot hate Masai the person. I mean, like, just look at all the things that he does uh, in terms of in terms of his charitable efforts. I mean, it is any opportunity he gets, he is putting that spotlight on, and uh, you have to admire a man with that kind of conviction, with that kind of moral. Um, and yeah, I mean, great game for Masai. Really, uh, I, I liked his performance on the jump. If you haven't seen that, go see it. He was very honest about the Rosen and, and Kyle stuff, and also about sort of where his team is. And um, Yeah, it was just a great night for the organization as a whole. And uh, going back to the cohesiveness point, I mean, like, you know, for Ibaka and JV to split minutes like this and both thrive in their roles, you got to give credit to the coach. Nick Nurse looked great in in his suit today. Man, he's got some good suits this year. He's really trying to be better at doing Casey and everything. But, uh, yeah, good game, fun game all around. In terms of your Gerald Henderson award, uh this one's a bit tough i'm going to give it to reddick not because he's not capable of scoring 25 points but uh you know there's just no one else to give it to man unless you want to give it to tj mcconnell with his five why has tj mcconnell has five steals what what uh okay i'll give it to tj mcconnell then fuck it uh six points five steals wow did not realize he had five when he have five steals Okay, I, I got to go back and look at the video on that one because I did not remember him getting five steals. But, okay, all right, TJ McConnell with five steals. There you go. Um, yeah, there wasn't a lot of good performances on the 6-6 six, tonight. Six, Butler was great. Everyone else, not so much. Anyway, that does for the podcast. As always, read 10 things uh, on Twitter. You can find it on my account, at William Lou. And uh, thank you to everyone for listening. And I'll be back on Friday to recap the Nets game.